Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. My name is John Flynn and thank you so very much for listening to this episode. This is episode number 250 of Hooked on Sports. So as always, you can uh, listen and subscribe and download this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. You can also follow uh, you can follow this podcast on Twitter and on Instagram at Hooked underscore on Sports. I'm going to have a so I'm going to have a couple of posts coming your way this week pertaining to to some of the information that you received in today's episode. You can also follow me on Twitter at JohnFlynn97 and on Instagram and Threads at JFlizzy. I think Threads has died down a little bit since, since its introduction a few months ago, but a couple a month and a half ago. Anyway, but listen, we, we've got lots to do today. I'm going to be all over with some the, the, the 10 coaches that that could possibly get fired this upcoming season around the National Football League. And I'll also get into some of my favorite matchups from the NBA schedule release. So all, uh, all the games have, have been released on the schedule and we are going to uh, we're going to get into that. As we move along uh, on on the podcast today, but I, I got to start with two stories that were certainly not on the 2023 sports bingo card. Uh, that 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 were wild developments earlier in the week that I, that I think we need we need some uh, some discussion and takes on. So and the two stories. Uh, concerned Wander Franco and Michael Orr. First, with Wander Franco, and th- th- this this is a serious situation uh, concerning Wander Franco because Wander Franco was at one point the number one overall prospect in Major League Baseball. He was he's an All Star shortstop. He was the pending face of the Tampa Bay Rays organization. So, uh, but but. O- over the weekend, last weekend, uh, a, uh, reports came out that he allegedly had an inappropriate relationship with a 14-year-old minor, and it is under investigation in the Dominican Republic. And it started after rumors swirled around on Instagram and Platform X on Sunday that the person he was in a relationship with exposed him after he didn't send her hush money, and Major League Baseball tapped into its own investigation. There, the Attorney General involved in this case uh, in the Dominican Republic says, it's another young woman that's the subject, uh, and the one that's uh, brought up the situation, not the one that went around on social media. And, of course, he was placed on the restricted list earlier this week. Uh, It was originally for... The Rays six-game road trip out west, and uh, and is in year two of an 11-year, 182 million dollar contract that takes him through the 2032 Major League Baseball season. And Hector Gomez of Periodico Oi of the Dominican Republic says that the source that gave him the news on Juan De Franco's contract extension in November. Of 2021 says that 
it is unlikely that Juan DeFranco ever plays again in Major League Baseball. Wow. 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 And yet, this is a serious situation that deserves the, uh, deserves the scrutiny from the parties involved, all beginning with Wanda Franco. And, and, and if you're Wanda Franco, how could you not have uh, read, read the room here? How could you have possibly, possibly had consent, knowing that the age of consent in the Dominican Republic is 18? It just makes zero sense on that end. And, and then in terms of in terms of uh, of the people surrounding the uh, the woman in, uh, in uh, that that's questioning this, how is he, how is she allowed to uh, to go go out there and 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 see Wanda Franco on a regular basis in the first place? Uh, it it's to me this is just bad parenting and and an irresponsibility from the parents involved to to get her get her into the allow her to be in the situation that is allowed to this and 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 I think it it's, it speaks on a societal problem that that's going on about too much toleration now we must hope that the lawyers and the rule of law down there allows for the due process of a criminal's rights and allow that he remains innocent until proven guilty, although he already is guilty in the court of public opinion, both uh, both among among the fans of Major League Baseball and fans of sports, and 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 in the and in the criminal activity that's uh, that's surrounded. Uh, Mr. Franco, and th- 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 this appears uh, to, to to be a situation that that will not end well for him, um, uh, if, especially if if the uh, allegations turn out to be true, and we we don't know when we're going to see him again, and and there is that possibility that. Wanda Franco ever plays again, and 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 th- this sucks as a baseball fan. Wanda Franco was a star player. He he was a, say he he was a uh, one of the most highly touted prospects uh, in in Major League Baseball that we have seen in some time, and, and this is such a disgrace and and, and a sad day for, so for uh, for him, the Tampa Bay Rays, and for Major League Baseball. So that 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 such a, a promising young talent so just threw away 180 million dollars on the for it's you know, to uh, to make to make out with an, uh, with a uh, make out with another person without consent and this is a 180 million dollar mistake by Wanda Franco so, so, so that that story is out of the way, and now we go to a, to a, a story that that inspired Hollywood, and that was um, the the story of Michael Orr, and 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 for those of you that remember, the Michael Orr's path to the National Football League was one that inspired Hollywood, as the as the as the book The Blind Side turned into a movie, and that was released in two thousand six came out in two, uh, as a movie in 2009 and it became an Oscar winning film starring Sandra Bullock who played the Guardian uh, Lee, uh, Leanne Tui. But controversy surrounding the story struck, uh, struck down earlier this week on Monday because Michael Orr and his representatives filed a lawsuit 
that claimed that the whole story that captured the hearts of America in the late 2000s and the early 2010s was a lie, claiming that the Tuli family, Leanne and Sean uh, as, as the as the parents and as the guardians, used Orr's rise to fame for their own financial benefit by misleading him into signing a conservatorship instead of actually being adopted. Now, the, the two ways got millions of dollars of, uh, from, from book deals, from, uh, of, uh, from, from movie deals, and, 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 and appearance fees and all that, while Orr got nothing. And the lawsuit demands that Orr gets paid, paid his fair share. Now, the g good news came out uh, on th on Thursday. Uh, well, I'll get uh, I'll get get into the good news in in a, just a minute. But but M Mr. Chewy s said that it was a conservatorship because because Orr uh, played for Old Miss. Uh, he, uh, he 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 was pl playing college football there, hoping to get into the NFL. And but because he played for Old Miss, uh, a school where where the two ways ha had fin had financial were financial boosters of the school, that the the NCAA was really concerned about the conflicts of interest so about adopting uh, adopting him. So so they try so they did it by a conservatorship on that, which which still is which still is wild and. And the the two is announced yesterday that they would end the conservatorship right there. And so similar to the Wanda Frankel story, this was something that was not on my 2023 sports bingo card. And and, and I and I think it's a good thing that the two is stopped the conservatorship. And and Michael Orr never really had a party on his side uh, in in the in the from the legal realm of of his life to support him throughout uh, throughout um, throughout this chaotic rise in his NFL career and his life really was chaotic even that Sandra Bullock should be commended on how amazing her acting was for a story that was not even true and and i i see some twitter tough guys out there that said that that say sandra bullock should not have to give back her oscar for, uh, because the, the the story was a lie but this does raise some questions about a concern in american society about about white evangelicals using the adoption of african-american kids to Make themselves look good for only themselves and, and only for positive attention. So I would have to imagine that it's a, that that there, there's gonna there's gonna have to be something uh, about that in in terms in terms of uh, of of manipulating people uh, only to for for their own financial benefit. And of course, the money is 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 the foremost thing when it comes to people in society. So I I now I want to go. Uh, uh, those were some some wild stories that that came out this week. So but uh, but I I do want to uh, tap in on a couple of uh, a, a couple of 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 conversations here about 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 conversations leading up to the NFL season and and with the NBA schedule release and I want to start with uh, with uh, my my list of coaches. Uh, that that have that are candidates to be fired this upcoming season, and and, and of course they're they're gonna we only had a few, we only had five coaching changes 
uh, well, last off season, uh, whereas the year before we had uh, we had nearly ten. So I- I'm going to give you a, my my picks on the on the ten most likely can uh, head coaching candidates uh, to to get fired this season, thus being on the hot seat. And no- number one, number ten it, of going from ten to one, number ten. Arthur Smith of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, uh, you, you you could say fair or not fair, and, and I think Arthur Smith was was a really strong hire uh, to to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I I loved him in Tennessee. He he cracked the code on Derrick Henry late in the 2018 season. What was a big reason the Titans got to the AFC Championship game in 2019, um, uh, and having to go on the road and beat New England, beat Baltimore. Uh, on, on the road, beating Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson in games, but before before falling short in Kansas City in the AC Championship game, and and and, and, and Arthur Smith was a no nonsense type of guy, and I think Arthur Smith for all the for all the reasons we've documented over the last couple of years on this podcast made a whole lot of sense for the Falcons. Now, there's. There are now 14 teams that make the playoffs each season, and seven in each conference. And Arthur uh, and the Falcons did not make the playoffs in each of the last two seasons. So, um, so I, I have to imagine that there's there's going to be some pressure on Arthur Smith, and and, and some pressure on, on the the Falcons brass to uh, to make a coaching change if the Atlanta Falcons don't make the playoffs. Now, I I think there's a there was a lot to like. About what Terry Fontenot provided him this offseason when it, when it comes to uh, the defensive line, all three areas of the defense, um, Annie B. John Robinson in the draft. Um, so, but, but I still think there are, there are some concerns with the Falcons, particularly the quarterback position, but to, and particularly the wide receiver position. So I I think for everything involved, I think the the Atlanta Falcons are gonna are are gonna be facing some pressure because because usually when when teams uh when, when you have three seasons and you can't don't make the playoffs that the the owners have the money to uh, to pay another coach too. So I think Arthur Smith is is is, is could be on the chopping block if the Falcons don't make the playoffs. So though I do think the Falcons are going to get better this season. And what but one thing about the Falcons uh, that people uh, haven't really t- touched on or or dipped into it is the fact that you know, of their 10 losses last year, only eight uh, only two of them were were by double digits. The, uh, the loss to Carolina and the loss to Cincinnati. Um um Last season, everything else has uh, was within a score or or better for the Atlanta Falcons. Number nine is Matt Eberflus, uh, the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Now, uh, Matt Eberflus was was my number two choice uh, for for the, for the Giants job behind Brian Dable, and 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 I I do like Matt Eberflus a lot. I think I think he is a he is a, a solid a candidate to be. Uh, head coach in this league. I mean, we 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 saw what he did with Indianapolis with that defense, and and, and I think this is a, a a great opportunity for uh for him to to to, to really sh- to show what he's all about. Now, um, 
last season the Bears were terrible, but that was that was uh, uh, and they had the worst defense of the National Football League. But that but that was because of all the damage that Ryan Pace left behind in terms of the Bears being hamstrung for salary cap. So, but. But the Bears had a really big offseason, uh, 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 making big splashes on defense, making uh, uh, making uh, uh, an upgrade in the secondary as well. So, so I think the Bears' defense uh, is going to be better than they were last year. So, but but this, but this season is going to be all about Justin Fields and, and what see uh, what what type of season uh, he he is going to take. Now, the, the the Bears are going to be a sneaky playoff contender if Justin Fields ele- elevates his game. And to, uh, what I mean by that is in terms of cutting down on the mistakes and 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 playing and playing it with with more confidence uh, behind center. So. I, I think the Bears are going to be are, are, are of course better than they were last year. So, but it, but th- this is a, all comes down to whether or not Justin Fields can uh, can take the next step for for uh, Luke Getzey uh, under Luke Getzey's offense in Chicago. It, it, because if he doesn't, it's going to be a long season for for the long suffering Chicago Bears fan. Number eight is Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is in his, in, enters his third season. As the coach of the Lions and and and, and the Lions are, are 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 favored to win the NFC North of the, this season because if you if you look at how Dan Campbell has changed the culture how how awesome the offense was last year under Jared Goff and and really how they finished the season uh they they um they won eight of their last ten games and their defense uh, uh slowly but surely got better as time went on uh, d- during the NFL season so i i think the uh, i think the lions are uh, w- would be my pick right now to win that division but you know, but I I think the expectations for the Lions have have to be bigger than that. If if the Lions uh, don't win a playoff game, I I don't view the season as a, as a success. That that's what I think the goal should be for the Detroit Lions because if if you look at what the NFC uh, at at their division, Minnesota won thirteen games, but they only had a a, a single digit point uh, point differential. Uh, throughout the season, the Bears got better while the Packers traded Aaron Rodgers. So, so, so everything is there for the Detroit Lions. But if the Lions suddenly regress, and and it's it's a combination of bad coaching decisions and and and, and inexplicable losses, uh, teams not uh, the team not showing up for big games. I think that's going to be uh, the end of Dan Campbell as the head coach of the Detroit Lions. I hope I'm wrong, but that but I think that's going to be the case here for for the Lions. No, number seven is Dennis Allen, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Now, I I think this the uh, the Saints um uh, are, are, are be, will be facing a lot of pressure th- this season, and so because they have the the expectation. Of of making the playoffs um, in the division, I, I I think the Saints would would be my pick to, uh, to, uh, to to be the best team in the division because mainly because they upgraded the quarterback position with Derek Carr. So, but I I I think you want you wonder aloud uh, about uh, about Dan Campbell's coaching history. He he wasn't much help for 
for the clueless Raiders in the early 2010s, and and, and I felt the Saints regressed a little bit last year uh, with, with a similar roster after Sean Payton um, left as the coach of the New Orleans Saints uh, for a year in hibernation, so... Uh, and remember, Dennis Allen is a defensive coach. Uh, he, I think he is a he was a strong defensive coordinator for the Saints for for many years before he he took over as a coach. Uh, but but it, if the Saints don't don't make the playoffs this year, if they don't uh, because I think that's really what the expectation should be. I think that you could really see the Saints move on from Dennis Allen because there there were some coaching decisions last year that that really irked irked me. Um, at watching watching the games, so so Dennis Allen, uh, it, 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 it could be fired if if he has a bad season this year for the the New Orleans Saints. Number six is Todd Bowles, the the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I I I, th I think Todd Bowles. Uh, I think the world of him as a defensive coach. He had that so he dialed up a brilliant game plan. Uh, in the Super Bowl against Mahomes in uh, in 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 February of 2021, I mean, it helped that the Chiefs didn't have uh, their their two tackles for uh, two starting tackles for that game. But 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 Todd Bowles is is an excellent defensive coach uh, who who can maximize the talents of of his guys on the defensive side of the football. Now, next sentence: Baker Mayfield is his starting quarterback next year. And and and, go, and going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield, um, at the quarterback position, uh, is an uh, is an improbable task for Todd Bowles if he if he tries to make the Buccaneers uh, as the as the uh, as the surprise team to make the playoffs in the NFC. But also because the Buccaneers have won their division last year with Brady. Baker Mayfield gets a first place schedule. That means the Buccaneers will have to see the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to have to face the San Francisco 49ers on the road. And they're going to have to play a primetime game in Buffalo on the road. While the other three teams in the division don't have to deal with the Eagles, Niners, or Bills. So, so that, 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 that makes their schedule a heck of a lot tougher um, uh, that, 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 that real, than, than the other three teams. So I, I I could see Todd Bowles, especially uh, if the if the Bucks are win three games this year, because because that that that's really what my expectation is uh, for for the Buccaneers. I mean I, they they played relatively uninspired football the whole the, for the whole season, and it took uh, I I counted th uh, two uh, a couple of miraculous comebacks uh, led by uh, engineered by Tom Brady to, to to just get them to the playoffs and win the division. So so I I think uh, go going from uh, from um, Brady to Mayfield it, it, it is 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 such a such a drastic steep decline that I don't think Todd Bowles is going to survive. Number five is Kevin Stefanski, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Now, I, I, I think the Cleveland Browns are going to surprise some people this year. I, I, I think the roster is excellent. I, I, I think Deshaun Watson uh, is, is going is gonna to re revert in some form back to, uh, to uh, what, what he was as a dominating quarterback for, the tech, uh, uh, for, uh, for this team. And, uh, uh, but look, uh, the, the Browns have been in some organizational turmoil 
over the last two seasons with Baker Mayfield and the and the, uh, and the reactions and the and everything surrounding the Deshaun Watson and the sexual assault allegations and and how they handled that and the and and the crazy contract that he gave. If you look at this two Cleveland Browns team, this is uh, this uh, are are excellent uh, constru- excellently constructed teams. And I know excellence is kind of a is is kind of a, not a word, but but two well 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 built uh, units. That, that I think are going to be excellent this year, and uh, the offensive line I think is going to be great. I think uh, the, the defense is going to be better under Jim Schwartz. So I'm, I'm by I'm by the 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 AFC North I think is going to be the toughest division in all of football this year. When when you look at Baltimore, when you look at Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, Ke- Kevin Stefanski is is going to have to win a bunch of games uh, ju- just to uh, even get into the playoffs uh, in in this conference. And I'm just worried that if Kevin Stefanski uh, doesn't get the Browns to the playoffs, I would very much wonder uh, how, how much longer he's going to last as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. There are no excuses this year for the Cleveland Browns. Number four is Robert Sala, the coach of the Jets. And in each of Robert Sala's first two years, the Jets did not make the playoffs, as did the previous ten years for the Jets organization. Uh, recycling coaches after Rex Ryan with Todd Bowles and Adam Gase and now, uh, and and now Robert Sala, but but th- there's going to be an immense amount of pressure this year on the Jets. Now I think the Jets are going to win 11 and 12 games. Th- thanks to Aaron Rodgers elevating this offense throughout the course of the season. I, I, I a defense that that's outstanding, especially when it comes to their secondary, which is one one of the best of the National Football League. When you look at um, when 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 it start where it begins with Sauce Gardner. So, uh, but but the the Jets are are also priming for a, a crazy schedule uh, this year, and uh, in in a difficult conference. So so uh, so it's really so every game is going to matter on the schedule from week one to week eighteen, and Robert Sala is going to need a need to have these guys buttoned up. Uh, on week in week out basis because uh, because because th- this season in the AFC feels like uh like a college football season um when it comes to uh, what it, especially when it comes to the college football playoff the, the, uh, yeah yeah the, you you can get away with with losing four or five games unlike college teams that 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 can only really afford one loss to make make the college football playoff. But 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 you 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 can't get off to um you, you can't get off to um a, a bad start. Sure, you you could lose a game or two, uh, th- th- um to, to start because I know the, the the Jets open up uh, on Monday night against Buffalo and then they have to play the Cowboys in Dallas on on short rest. But but. They they have some some legitimate foes um, uh, to start the season. When you look at Buffalo, when you look at Dallas, home game against Kansas City on the road in Denver with, after Nathaniel Hackett's crazy comments. Uh, excuse me, after Sean Payton's crazy comments toward Nathaniel Hackett, and then Week Six um, at home against the Eagles. I that, that that's gonna be some so, some really tough difficult real estate for 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 the Jets to start the season and, and they and they he he needs to go out there and set a tone early 
um, with, with with his brain and and, and see uh, what Nate what Nathaniel Hackett can dial up with Aaron Rodgers uh, because we obviously know that the two have known known each other since their days in Green Bay. I'm talking about I'm talking about Hackett and Rodgers. Yeah, but but I do, I do think um, that there's going to be some pressure early on from Salah, and if if the Jets somehow do not make the playoffs that this year with with all the talent they have, that's it for Robert Salah as the head coach of the uh, of the New York Jets. Number three is Brandon Staley of the Chargers, and it's it's this 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 coaching tenure for. Brandon Staley has been a, f- a lot of what ifs, and and you you, you go back to uh, his first season as the head coach, uh, week eighteen against the Raiders, and not uh, does he take the timeout and not take the timeout? All they had to do was tie against the Raiders, and they would have been in the playoffs. But instead, the Ra- the Raiders w- would have been in uh, it would have been in themselves. But that's exactly what happened there. And then last year, foolishly playing Mike Williams in a meaningless game, he gets hurt. He wasn't available for the Jacksonville game, and we and you saw um, how that turned out. That debacle. So there's going to be a lot of pressure this season on Brandon Staley to get the Chargers to the playoffs, and. And I do think that there's a lot of upside for the Chargers because when you think of Justin Herbert, who's uh, who. Who signed that that long term contract uh, d- d- during the uh, in twenty uh, twenty one days ago or something like that three weeks ago, and 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 you and you have lots of talent on the roster when you look at the when you look at the receivers when I mean, when you look at the, the the notable names on the defense. So, uh, but I, I, right now, I don't know if the Chargers are going to make the playoffs this year because because it, you you look at the teams like Kansas City and Denver and Pittsburgh and Cleveland and the Jets, and Baltimore involved and and Miami, all those talented teams are 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 share a conference with the Chargers and. And a couple of those teams are not going to make the playoffs, and and if the if it's the Chargers that miss out on the playoffs to take a step back and waste uh, the rookie contract of Justin Herbert, that it's going to be a huge, uh, a a huge huge missed opportunity, and 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 the ch- and the Chargers would would be charging again, and uh, and they would probably have to fire uh, Brandon Staley um, if if that's the case because because his brain. Uh, um, has held back the Chargers over the last couple of seasons. Imagine if if the Chargers played Kansas City um, in, in a playoff game uh, in Arrowhead uh, with with the amount of confidence uh, that that the Chargers uh, put out there when they're playing Kansas City. They always play Kansas City so tight. Uh, it 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 would have been a, it would have been a spectacle uh, unlike uh, unlike many others. But uh, but but I digress about uh, about the Jaguars' perspective and Trevor Lawrence. But th- but that's the point. But that's besides the point. And and, and Brandon Staley, I think, uh, is gonna is gonna have to gonna have to navigate. Will also need to navigate a a, a difficult first part of the schedule a, a, as well here for. Uh, for for the charge because that they, they start out at home against my uh, they, uh, they actually and believe it or not they actually start out uh, on on the on, on a rather easier part of the schedule 
um, to, to start the season because they have Miami, they uh, they have they have Tennessee, Minnesota, they have Vegas before the schedule gets tougher uh, after their bye week where, where they host Dallas and Kansas City on back to back weeks. Um, uh, presumably in front of national audiences uh, on uh, in the, in those games. I know we we have the Monday night game against Dallas in Week Six, and then and then the game at Arrowhead in Week Seven is probably going to be a Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson special on the NFL on CBS. So, so I, I think there's going to be a ton of pressure on Brandon Staley now. I and I, and I don't know if he's going to survive the season because I don't know if the Chargers are are, are going to make the playoffs because uh, because of the competition in the AFC. Number two is Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera, and and look, it it, it is a, it is a brand new day uh, in the history of, of Washington football. And, and and Ron Rivera uh, knows that there is completely new ownership after after the uh, after Dan Snyder sold the team and one one of the most destructive owners in the history of the National Football League, and and I, and I think that uh, Ron Rivera is going to have to make a make an early impression on on, on Josh Harris and, and 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 his friends who own the team now. So I I, I think there's there's going to be a, 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 a lot of angst here with Rivera because because if you look at Ron Rivera's coaching tenure um, as as the head coach of the um, as the head coach of the, of Washington that that his first year uh, they they went seven to nine and won the division because it was so bad but but ultimately lost to, to the eventual Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. In the wild card game, and th- then then two years ago they went seven and ten, and then last year they went eight eight and one, and wound up missing the playoffs and finished in fourth place in a very difficult uh, now, uh, NFC East. So, and, and and I and and Washington today announced that Sam Howell is going to be the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Uh, uh, and, and I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that. Although I, d- I did like Sam Howell in the draft process. I thought he never should uh, should have lasted uh, uh, into the fifth round of the draft. So I I, I think that there's something to prove here with Sam Howell. Um, uh, but I but Sam Howell is the fourth best quarterback in his in his own division, and, and I think there are some real concerns with Washington. Concerning their offensive line and, and concerning and concerning the, uh, the health of, of some of their players on defense, that that that's going to be a, a, a lot to uh, to unravel here if you if you're Ron Rivera, and if and I think Washington's going to finish in fourth place in their division again, and I think that's going to mean the end for Ron Rivera as the coach of the Commanders, and then this new ownership can get focused on hiring a new head coach and probably a new general manager on that record and not that accord as well. And number one is Josh McDaniels, the coach of the Raiders, and I I just I I was ahead of the curve on how disastrous Josh McDaniels has been as the coach of the Raiders and. And that, that all these crazy games last year said that 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 the Raiders inexplicably gave away, uh, uh all all the bad fourth quarter blow, the fourth quarter uh, blown leads, 
Um, they they had a, a bottom a bottom eight defense, not an offense that that was good, but not good enough. Uh, but but they went from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo at the quarterback position, and and, and now we need to wonder a lot about about how Devontae Adams is going to be. Uh, th- th- this season without without his buddy uh, without his buddy Derek Carr as as the as the man in charge for the Raiders and that was, that was a bad decision by the, the Raiders to let Derek Carr go and replace him with with uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo now I, I, I Garoppolo's won a lot of games but but he's been with winning organizations and winning cultures the whole time and and and. and it doesn't make the big throws. Uh, rarely makes the big throws when he needs to get against t- this different competition. So, so I think Devonta Adams is going to regress the season. As uh, by the way, Devonta Adams is is thirty years old. Going to going to turn thirty one in December. But, but by the, before the pitch for the uh, for the Raiders, I, I think they're going to be one one of the worst one of the worst, if not the worst team in the AFC. Uh, with with all things being considered here, so I I I think the I think the Raiders are going to be a disaster this season, and I think Josh McDaniels is going to be another two and done head coach for, uh, in 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 the history of of, of the Raiders, uh, who who seemingly have have a hard time uh, figuring out which which way is up. In, in terms of the, in terms of the head coaching position, because it, it has really been a mess over the last 20, uh, 20 years since uh, they went to the Super Bowl and lost in 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 in, in brutal in brutal style to the Tampa Bay uh, Bay Buccaneers and John Gruden on on that accord. So, and by and by the way, they sh- not to mention they should have kept Rich Bisaccia. As the head coach for the um, as the head coach of the Raiders instead instead of hiring Josh McDaniels, who clearly hasn't learned from from his disaster in Denver in two thousand nine and two thousand ten. So 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 now I wanted to turn the attention of uh, before uh, to, uh, uh, as the final part of today's podcast. With the NBA schedule release, because there, there, there are a lot of matchups to, to look forward to. I think there's a lot of storylines so that, that I think should be, will be discussed as the season comes or get, gets along here. So, so the NBA released uh, the, the 2023-2024 schedule yesterday, and, and, and it includes the built-in in-season tournament uh, in, in, during November and the first part of December. And, and and you got a lot of juicy matchups uh, that that I'm really really looking forward to going here. So I, I want to start with opening night and, and the the first and the and and the first of ten matchups that I'm really looking forward to is is the first game of the season between the Lakers and the Nuggets um, in Denver. First of all, it's a rematch of last year's Western Conference Finals. It's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and year, uh, LeBron James begins year 21 in, in, the, in the association. The, the Denver Nuggets are going to raise their first ever NBA championship banner. And, and, and I think there's going to be a, a, a lot about about the Lakers that we're going to find out early on here, 
Okay, concern concerning their chances of, of of getting LeBron James ring number five, and, and and this is and this season to me for the Lakers is going to be all about Anthony Davis and wh whether or not he can stay healthy for for a whole season. So be, because I I think the Lakers had a really strong off season, uh, all all things being considered, and and there are no signs of LeBron James slowing down. Uh, at at the age uh, at the age of 38, going to be 39 in in December. So so uh, so who is going to step up for for LeBron James um, in 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 this upcoming season? So uh, I I I think you, the, the Lakers are going to be a fascinating team out out west. What uh, whether and uh, who else who else going to step up? Whether it's going to be Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Gabe Gabe Vincent. I love the Gabe Vincent move for the Lakers this offseason. It's a, a, a but but I think it's going to be all about pomp and circumstance for the Denver Nuggets that night. So who who demonstrated how, how beautiful of a basketball machine they were, uh, in, in their run to a championship. Uh, dominate, dominating their opposition to to get to the NBA uh, finals and winning the championship. That, and by the way, in, in case you're wondering, the the other matchup that night uh, in, in the NBA um, is the Suns and the Warriors. So uh, in in the nightcap of 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 that. Now the the, the, the second in chronological order uh, of the matchups I'm looking forward to. Is Victor Wembanyama's NBA debut? It takes place on October 25th. It's gonna, it's gonna be the Victor Wembanyama and the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Dallas Mavericks, and and there, there's so much buzz going around San Antonio concerning uh, the hype of Victor Wembanyama. We 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 saw that in uh, in the NBA summer league. I think Victor Wembanyama has a chance to be really, really, really famous someday. And, and and his NBA career, uh, barring an injury, will start the night of October 25th in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, two days later, we have a couple of outstanding matchups that I'm really looking looking forward to. Uh, two uh, rematches of, of classic NBA playoff series that 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 went down last year. So we uh, we begin early, earlier that night in Boston between the uh, with a rematch of the last two Eastern Conference Finals between the Heat and the Celtics, uh, it, I, the, the Heat and the Celtics are also the last two Eastern Conference champions. Uh, they are also the last two NBA NBA runners up, and and both and both are are are, are coming off are in fascinating discussions themselves and. Uh, and fascinating offseason themselves. I mean, with the Celtics, it's it's about handing Jalen Brown the three hundred four million dollar contract extension, the supermax, and of course the the Miami Heat are still in limbo about Damian Lillard but potentially going to Miami. We don't know if that's going to happen yet. But 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 either way, this is going to be make for a fascinating uh of uh, first week of the season uh, for for the Heat and, and the Celtics to to start off the, the, the season. And, and in case you're wondering, they have two matchups uh, after this during the season. Both are going to be in Miami. On well, The first one is on January 25th, and the other is on February the 11th. So, so, so those, those are going to be some fascinating games there as, as, we look, as we look at the Celtics and the Heat as two, as two of the top contenders in, in the Eastern Conference this upcoming season.
The other playoff matchup uh, that they'll have its first meeting since the last since the playoffs in the spring is the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings, and, and uh, their their first meeting will take place uh, on October twenty seventh in Sacramento. And 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 I, I think this is going to be a a, a a great series. Uh, 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 that was a, a great series. I knew. Uh, remember, I told you it was going to go seven games. I didn't. I didn't think Golden State would find a way to win in Game Seven. It's a, a button, but because because the the Kings were dealing were dealing with some injuries uh, along the way that they that they they suffered during the series. So I I think uh, you I look at the Kings as a legit basketball team. I look them at, I look to them as a legitimate threat to Denver in the Western Conference. So 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 the, these two teams are are gonna ha- are, are going to go at it with each other for the first time on um, on October twenty seventh um, um, in Sacramento. Now so they they they, ha- they have three more meetings after this. They uh, they have they play five days later. On November first, and then they play each other again, November twenty eighth and January twenty fifth. So, all four of their meetings, uh, be- uh, with the two teams, will take place before the All Star break. So, uh, I think this is going to be some uh, some highly entertaining, high level basketball to be played with, with some outstanding, uh, high quality players uh, on both on both ends of the floor uh, for each of these two teams. Number five uh, is is uh, it takes place on November third, and that it's between the Knicks and the Bucks, and I, I think it's gonna be a, a gonna be a, a really interesting se- uh, game on that front because first of all, it's the start of the in season tournament, at and the and in case you're wondering, so the in season tournament is is gonna break up um, all the teams in, into six divisions, three from each conference. And, and and the Knicks and the Bucks all will share a, will will share a a, a um, in season tournament pool uh, with with the Miami Heat. So so, so three uh, three um play three legit playoff teams from last year, uh go, go, going at it on, on that scope of things. And then, and and you also factor in Giannis. You have to factor in the Knicks and 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 their and their roster with with Jalen Brunson, with Josh Hart, with with Julius Randle, and 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 all a lot of other pieces in there as well. So I I think the that is going to be a fascinating uh fascinating game on that front. The the, the two teams play each other again on. December twenty third, they, they they start the five the five game Christmas Day schedule uh, at twelve p.m. Uh, with the twelve p.m. tip off at Madison Square Garden, and then and then they play the second to last Sunday of the season in Milwaukee on April seventh. So I, I and yeah, you have to appreciate those two teams and what what they've been able to do. And if if the if the Bucks some uh didn't choke away that series against Miami, there is a very good chance. Uh, if these two teams would have met in the second round of the playoffs, and this would have been a rematch of last year's playoffs, but but I digress. But but I think you, there's a lot uh, high expectations for the Knicks this season. High expectations, of course, for Milwaukee when you factor in Giannis and 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 how I feel about him among among the best players in the NBA. So I, I think it's going to be a, a great a, a great game, and I think it's going to be an exciting game between uh, be- between the two teams. 
I I think the, uh, the uh, I have two juicy revenge games uh in uh, in in this one be with with individual players and the first one takes place on December 22nd and it, it it's going to be the Jordan Poole returns to Golden State after after the season of turmoil that they uh, he endured last year after Draymond Green punched him in practice um uh, uh, during the first week of the pre uh, first couple of weeks uh, of of the preseason so 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 this that that's going to be an event uh, at Golden State in in San Francisco and and I think Jordan Poole is going to receive an ovation from the fans because of what of, of his contributions to the Warriors last cha- uh, last uh, last championship team uh, that that won a championship uh, in 2022 and, and, and then then of course uh, the uh, the Jordan Poole versus Draymond Green that then going at it uh, on the basketball court that night, I think it's, it's going to be going to be uh, going to be one where you want to grab your popcorn because it's going to be must see TV in my opinion. There, the the, the next one, uh, the, the next game on my list uh, in, in in sequential order, and and I'll get into the other revenge game I think uh, later on. But but for now, it's, I I'm gonna give you the nightcap of the Christmas schedule uh, between the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns, and I I, I think this is gonna be are gonna be uh a, a, going to be um, a, a lot of uh, gonna, gonna be four interest uh, an interesting game between uh the, the, the these two teams because because of course Dallas ha, ha, had them uh, inexplicably did not make the playoffs last year for uh, for uh for, for whatever reasons after the Kyrie Irving trade and, and how and how Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic uh, have had problems coexisting with each other and then you have the Phoenix Suns so uh, who who made an NBA finals like splash when they acquired Bradley Beal from the Wizards um over the summer it, it, what I think was it was a fantastic move, and, and one that I think uh, can can propel the Suns uh, to to another level on that regard. So, so so you're gonna have a lot of interesting characters in those games. You also have Kevin Durant versus Kyrie Irving, the former uh, Brooklyn Nets teammates who who, bo- who both got traded uh, out of Brooklyn in February. And, and then you have uh, then you have uh, Devin Booker, you have um, Bradley Beal, of course, and 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 then then you have uh, then you have you have th- those those cats uh, involved on on Christmas Day to wrap up the the five game schedule. In case you're wondering, the the the, the, the Christmas schedule goes like this in this order: you have uh, Knicks, Bucks at the at, at Madison Square Garden to start. Then you have Warrior, Warriors Nuggets uh, in Denver. Then you have Celtics Lakers uh, at Crypto.com Arena. Then you have Sixers Heat, and then you have Mavericks Suns uh, um, to uh, to uh, wrap up the the NBA Christmas Day schedule. I think that's gonna be uh, that's a really solid schedule for for the NBA for for Christmas this year. Now the next game, the next matchup I'm looking forward to uh, is 
are, are actually two, two matchups, but the first one is on January 16th. And this features the, the Denver Nuggets and the Philadelphia 76ers uh, with, with Nikola Jokic going up against Joel Embiid. And the, the, these were the last two MVPs. Um, Jokic won the previous two years. Uh, Embiid won last year. But but uh, I think Jokic is going to have something to say about uh, about that because uh, because Joel Embiid um, won, won the MVP. And, and it, really, it really could have been... Um, uh, it really could have been um, Nikola Jokic either um, on, on that accord. So I, I, I would have to imagine that there's going to be something to show out there for um, for, for all, all, all intents and purposes on that. But regardless, Joel Embiid had a fabulous season last year and, and, and he was worthy of, of the MVP uh, because of his because of his ridiculous performance down the stretch of the season, he he averaged 33 points a game, uh, t- 10 rebounds, four assists uh, per game. While Nikola Jokic averaged nearly a triple double a game, but I, but I think I understand why they gave it to Embiid. But but but, but Jokic wants wants to win another MVP, and and Jokic at age 27 is in the prime of his career, and he's just coming off an NBA championship. Uh, and, and 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 maybe one of the and, and right now he he's he has my my vote as the best player in the NBA. I I think he overtook Giannis during during the playoff run last year. So, but but those are gonna be uh, two MVP showdowns. Uh, the fir- the first one in, uh, in Philadelphia on January sixteenth, and then the two styles will meet again on national television eleven days later in Denver on the January twenty seventh. So that's number eight on my on my ten, uh, ten matchup list. Number nine is the uh, is the second revenge game that that that's been uh, that that's on my schedule, and th- and that is between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Boston Celtics as Marcus Smart returns to Boston for the first time since the crazy trade. Um, uh, three team. Uh, it was a three team trade, I believe, between the Celtics, the Grizzlies, w- w- and the Wizards, that sent Marcus Smart over to ten uh, to Memphis. Um, in one one that really shook up the Boston Celtics. So, I I think I think fans are gonna appreciate Marcus Smart for for the hard nosed gritty player he is. But but I think I think they're also he's also going to show the Celtics uh, the the mistake he uh, they made by letting him go with 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 how great a defensive player he is and 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 how tough minded he was, which which was something that was non-existent uh, uh, from the Joe Missoula, uh in the Joe Missoula culture last year, especially when it came to the Eastern Conference Finals and how they fell behind so quickly against the Miami Heat. And, and then, of course, Game Seven of the of the of the finals, where, where they completely fell asleep. And and, and the last matchup uh, that I'm looking forward to in in the in the in the chronological order is the is the one between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, uh, the rematch of, of the of last year's finals, and, and the the first meeting will take place on Thursday, February the 29th. Yes, next year is a leap year. February 29th in in Denver, and then 13 days later they'll they'll play each other in Miami. Uh, it's, and as of course you you gotta put the the rematch of the finals up uh, for, for 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 this conversation to 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 happen here. So 
I'm very much looking forward to all these matchups. I think the NBA put out a great schedule this year. I think that you get you can have a, a lot of interesting matchups throughout the course of the season and throughout and and especially when when it comes to the schedule on a daily on a um, daily basis. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, to to what I hope to be uh, uh be uh be a fun and and, and fun to watch 2023-2024 NBA season. So I uh, so, so buckle up buttercup. I I think we're we're going to be in for uh, for a joyride. So uh, so that's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast and remember you can follow this podcast on twitter and uh, instagram at hooked underscore on sports and also on threads too i uh, we're on threads too so you, you could definitely ch- check me out there as well so until next week this is john flynn saying so long and i'll be back here on the podcast have a wonderful weekend everybody so long